Boom. Oh man, we have got an amazing never before released episode of Seeking Wisdom here for you today. And it is with no other than the legend, the man, the myth, the amazing free climber known as Alex Honnold. So Alex Honnold was the first climber to free solo El Cap, and that was featured in the movie Free Solo. And if you haven't seen that movie, it was directed by Jimmy Chin, and we spoke to him on an earlier episode, but this is amazing. So I cannot wait for you to watch this exclusive podcast that we did with Alex. So when I watched that movie, even before the movie was out, and I had heard of Alex and the stuff that he does, and free climbing means that he climbs uh, the sides of cliffs on mountainsides with no ropes. It is crazy, right? And so when I first heard of Alex, I knew that I had to figure out a way to interview him, and I got to do that at, in 2019 at a Hypergrowth Boston. So we talk about everything about free sewing, how you train, how the film was made, why he lives in Las Vegas of all places, and uh, his foundation that he set up called the Honold Foundation, which a lot of the work that he does goes to the proceeds, go to the Honold Foundations. And so many things that he does, including his own personal social media habits. All right, let me know what you thought of this episode. Alex Honold, mind-blowing episode. So fortunate to spend time with him. Don't forget, six-star only rating. Shout it out to Alex Honnold. Peace. So we're in Boston at the Wang Theater. Feels like a nightclub. It's gothic. There's music blasting, if you don't hear that. And uh, we're getting ready. It's 8 a.m. Yeah, that's the thing that makes it surreal. Yeah. <laughs> I've barely had breakfast and there's like club music and tons of people with glow sticks who are yeah. very high energy. <laughs> do you have breakfast? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I always do. You do? Breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Really? Yeah. You subscribe yeah. to that? Actually, um, yeah, it totally depends on where mm-hmm. I am and what I'm doing, but I had breakfast today. But I've been up since 4.30 because I'm all jet lagged because I flew from China, so I'm sort of on an unusual program. It's crazy. So you're coming back from a tour of promoting your movie. Free solo, right? In China. Yeah. Yep. Where were you? What were you doing? Uh, I was just in Beijing doing press for two days. Mm-hmm. It was just, uh, yeah, it was just the the film premiere and tons of. Uh, I, I don't really know, honestly. Yeah. That's kind of the 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 beauty, the the interest of traveling in Asia is that you just never have any idea what's happening. Yeah. You know, it's just people telling me what to do and with no real sense of why I'm doing it or who's asking or what's happening. You're just like, oh, yeah, cool. We're just and smiling. we're continuing that here. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So this is. Definitely a more surreal scene than, than anything in Beijing. That is funny. It's crazy. Yeah. So you're going to be speaking today at Hypergrowth. Yep. And what are you going to be speaking about today? Um, I'm going to be talking a bit about my whole journey for free selling El Cap. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I think it's probably fair to assume that a lot of people here have seen the film, but I'm yep. going to go a little bit deeper into some of the backstory and just the process. You know, the things that the film doesn't cover well. Yeah. And when you watch the film, what do, what's the feeling that you have? You freak out like the rest of us? No, definitely not. <laughs> I mean, when I when I watch the film, it's it's like flipping through a scrapbook. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it helps me remember all the actual things that happen. You know, it's uh, you know, so obviously, I mean, the film is is incredible, and but but mostly for me, it just reminds me of all the things. Mm-hmm. You know, because the film is ninety minutes long and it was shot over two years, so I mean, there's a lot yeah. that a lot of life happened in that time. Do you see all the errors in the film? Well, there aren't really errors in the film. I mean, you know, I mean, it's all it's all true. I mean, yeah. it's documentary. Mm-hmm. It's all very dead. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing wrong with it, but it's more just omissions. But not like not. It's just edited. You know, I mean, it's just 90 minutes instead of. Um, 
you know, so I mean, the the final climb in the film is 20 minutes long, and it's incredible. It's beautifully shot. It's you know, yeah. I mean, I love watching it. But the actual climb was four hours, and you know, and I remember the whole thing. So, what led you to want to do the movie? Like, it seems uh, like such a solo. Part of the reason I did the movie was just because it uh, it made it easier for me to work on the project, mm-hmm. sort of counterintuitively. Sure. But the thing is, there's a lot of work involved in, in working on a route like that, a lot of just toil, like carrying ropes up and down, coiling ropes, managing, you know. And so by doing a film, it meant that my friends were basically getting paid to help me on my, yeah. on my project. So, you so know, it's an excuse for... Yeah, and it's kind of a cover also, mm-hmm. in a way, because if I was just up there rappelling down the same section of El Cap over and over working on it, yeah. anybody who saw me would be like, oh, he's obviously preparing to solo it. Mm-hmm. But because we were filming, it was actually more like, oh, we're working on this Nat Geo project. And people are like, oh, cool. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, maybe they're shooting a history of the Salate wall, which is the, the mm-hmm. section of the wall I was on. Or it's like, you know, or maybe they're just shooting, you know, because occasionally we'd say like, oh, we're shooting a thing for the National Parks. We're shooting yeah. a thing for Nat Geo, sort of vague, you know, true, but not strictly that's, true. That's strictly true, you know? yeah. Yeah, but so it gave a lot of flexibility mm-hmm. and, I don't know. Yeah. It just kind of made sense. And were the people, like, the people on the cast actually filming, were they actual friends of yours that you were climbing Yeah, every, everyone on the crew were close friends of mine that I've climbed with over the years, that I've been friends with, over, you know, for many years. Yeah. I mean, like, Jimmy Chin, the co-director, uh, you know, we've traveled together for 12 years or something. 12 so, years? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think I've known him since 2007. How'd you meet him? Climbing? Uh, we're both on the North Face athlete team, so we've okay. been on expeditions all over. Like, we've gone to Antarctica together for a mm-hmm. month, you know, so we've spent a lot of time in tents together. Yeah, how many yeah. years have you been professionally climbing then? Uh, since 2007. Okay, that's when so, you started? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite a journey. And so all of them are real climbers? Yeah, well, so a couple of the, a couple of the crew members uh, were sort of verite filmmakers, mm-hmm. so Jimmy's wife, Tri Bassarelli, who's the, yeah. also the director of the film, uh, co-director. So she brought more of the verite background to it. With uh, she's not a climber, but she's a gifted filmmaker. Mm-hmm. And then she brought some of her team members, like people that she'd worked with in the past, who were a little bit more focused on on the verite side. But yeah, basically. And the thing is, after two years of all filming together, you wind up being pretty good friends with everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, it's friends or enemies. And no, friends. no friends. Yeah. friends. <laughs> well, I mean, two years is, is a it's lot a of time, time to work with somebody. Yeah. 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 That's like being married. And you got married during? No, 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 not married, not married. Oh, okay, sorry, yeah, sorry. Just a yeah. uh, same moved girlfriend. In, moved in, moved in. Yeah, we, well, we yeah. moved in after the first week or something because I lived in a car. So yeah. you just move into a place, you're like, yeah. hey, I'm coming to stay. But And that actually yeah. happened during the filming too? Yeah, so I met my girlfriend uh, after we'd already started filming Free Solo. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so our entire relationship plays out, you know, on in the, the screen. Movie. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, yeah. So what, what started all of this? Like this pursuit, the climbing. climbing. Yeah, I mean, I've just always loved climbing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I've climbed since I was ten years old, so it's like my entire life is just invested into this one pursuit. Right? One pursuit. Yeah, yeah. And then if you're gonna do it, you want to do it well. You want to mm-hmm. be as good as you can. And so, uh, you know, I've put a lot of effort in over the years. And what? Do you, how do you think about like your next thing now that you've that you've done this? I don't know. I mean, honestly, that's the hardest thing. Like every single you know, Q&A I do with audiences yeah. or any event I do, everyone's like, what's next? next and it's yeah. like, uh, sort of, I don't know, it's hard. Um, do I don't you know. think that way? Do you think like, like from the outside looking at what you've done seems like 
is always a pursuit of what's next what's next how to get better how to refine how to like well the thing better. is so how to get better no so i am always a how to get better like yeah. what is the next thing that mm-hmm. i want to work on the thing is that audiences when they ask you know what's next they're like when are you working on free solo 2 yeah. and the reality is that there's never going to be a free solo 2 yeah. there, there are no other objectives like that in the world there's you know it's a unique and it was a beautiful confluence of the perfect objective with the right crew the yeah. right you know the right motivation by me like mm-hmm. it all came together to make this incredible yeah. experience and you know that's never going to happen again mm-hmm. and so you hate to sort of disappoint people with with the like well this is a unique experience yeah, in life. like this again. is one off yeah yeah watch it over you know again. but the thing is i'm still trying to get better at climbing i'm still mm-hmm. working on things i have tons of personal projects but they're just not ever going to be academy award-winning films you know they're not interesting in that way yeah and so um, I don't know. It's just hard to be like, well, you know, the rest of my life will just be back to the the, the quiet toil, you <laughs> know, toil, just yeah, like yeah, yeah just working away. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And do you have climbs um, that you consider like that was a perfect climb? I mean, freestyling our cap was pretty close to as yeah. as good as it gets for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was two years of work for a big climb. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, and it went as well as it could. And how hard was it? it seemed like almost impossible. Even the people ra- uh, actually filming it, that seemed like. You know, during when you were doing that climb, that seemed pretty difficult. You mean having people on the wall? Yeah, having people on the wall. Well, I don't know. Well, so I mean, you've spoken to Jimmy as well. Yeah. Right? I mean, uh, I'm sure he said the same thing that that they spent, you know, all the time that I spent working on the climb, they spent, well, they spent documenting my practice, but that mm-hmm. also meant that they were up on the wall practicing as well. Yeah. And so by the time I actually did the climb, they knew exactly what they were doing in the same way that I did. Yeah. And so, you know, by the end, it wasn't really a challenge at all to have to have all of us up there you know we all knew exactly what to do and how to do it yeah where did you grow up uh sacramento california good old sac is there any climbing in sac um not not really really. though it's it's close to the sierra nevada so it's like close to like tahoe close Mm -hmm. to yosemite so i grew up camping and all that but it's um i basically just had the good fortune of a climbing gym opening near my house when i was a kid so i was able to just start climbing at the climbing gym yeah and you know and really, that's as good a place as any to learn. I was surprised when I was watching the movie that you uh, you moved to Vegas, like not knowing anything about Vegas. It's yeah, like, everybody for, like, assumes that Vegas is just gambling, gambling. and strip, but yeah. Vegas is actually the best four season climbing in the country. That's there's insane. rock all around it. There's there's a lifetime supply of hard climbing around Vegas. In Vegas, really? Like I think yeah, Vegas is really the best in the country because there's and there's climbing at all different elevations. So mm-hmm. you can climb in the winter, you can climb in the summer, yeah. you can climb in the spring and fall. Like every other city in the country has. Uh, you know, seasons where you can't climb. Yeah, I would have assumed like Colorado up. or like uh, uh, just knowing yeah, nothing about climbing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everybody thinks that it's just yeah. not really the case. Yeah. And then even some of the places that are considered mountain towns, like Boulder, Colorado, Boulder. is the heart of climbing. Yeah. But the reality is that when you're in Boulder, to drive to the climbing is like at least 20, 25 minutes mm-hmm. to drive up into the canyons. Yeah. And from my house in Vegas, you can be a climbing in the same amount of time, but but it's better. It's crazy. You know? And yeah. has it always been like a climbing? area in Vegas or is it becoming one? Uh, since the 90s, yeah. Since the 90s, yeah. yeah. Kind of. Actually, it's, it's, I would say it's becoming more and more of one. Yeah, yeah. And actually, so I bought a house there three years ago, I guess, and then another professional climber bought a house there a couple years ago. Like, the, the climbing community is definitely blossoming a little bit. Yeah. Like, I don't think it was ever quite on the map for, for high-end hard climbing, mm-hmm. and I think it's becoming more so now, but we'll see. And do you think there's a free solo bump? Uh, no, I mean, well, I haven't seen it. Well, I mean, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I think the, the, the real the real bump is seeing people at the climbing gym climbing in the same shoes that I free sold it off happen. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's that's the bump where you're like, oh, cool, you took up climbing, you went to the gym, and you bought like the, the same, same model shoes. shoes. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. though they're not designed for that, and they're totally different shoes. Yeah. Like it should be. Mm-hmm. Like it's not what you should climb in the gym with. But um, 
but that's kind of what I what I noticed. Yeah. Do you do any gear yourself? Oh yeah, like yeah. your own? No, like make your own oh, gear. Oh no. Uh, yeah. So one of my sponsors, Black Diamond, made yeah. a signature series harness and chalk bag that benefits my foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then actually my rope sponsor, Maxim, uh, they also make a signature series rope that benefits yeah. my foundation. But basically all my sponsors have kind of gotten on board to uh, to support the Honol Foundation yeah. through through branded product. But um, but I don't make anything myself because I just I'm not. I mean, unsurprisingly, I'm not like a big gear guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not like way into it personally. Yeah. It's like, I don't have strong opinions. I can use whatever. It's whatever like, exactly. You know, yeah. What led to the Hanel Foundation, like starting it? I mean, that was just, yeah, so the Hanel Foundation supports solar projects around the world, mm-hmm. for, for those who don't know. And and, um, and I mean, I guess I, I started it in 2012, I guess, because I was just looking for something useful to do. Yeah. And, you know, I was starting to earn more than I needed to live in my van. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just felt like I should be contributing in some way yeah and so yeah and actually that's been the one great thing about free solo taking off in such a yeah. crazy way is because of the film the foundation has has really thrived the last year that's awesome which uh yeah which is great because you know and is that what motivates you to keep doing this like what you're doing i mean now? to some extent yeah, yeah because uh you know it's not like the quality of my life improves gonna, at all yeah. by by being more famous mm-hmm. you know like like honestly every time i fly now it's like Actually, so the last like four flights, I step off the plane, I'm in like a shell, you know, I've got noise canceling headphones, you're all yeah. kind of haggard, you're yeah. all sleepy, and like the very first person you see is like, are you the free solo guy? And you're like, oh, <laughs> oh man. man. <laughs> you're like, come on. Yeah, yeah. You know, or like you're in the men's room and the guy yeah, yeah. next to you at the urinal is just staring at you. At you yeah, and you're yeah. kind of like, come on, like we're at the men's room. No, <laughs> that, like that honestly, happened, yeah. that, that, that might be my biggest pet peeve is people stopping you in the men's room. Yeah. It's kind of like like when you're when weirdest. you're working out in a gym or something mm-hmm. and you're sort of like, uh, you know, like, you're not supposed to do that stuff like in the weight room, you know, like people finish their sets yeah. like you know like you have a timer going you got like a bunch of weight hanging off you mm-hmm. and you're like doing stuff and you're sort of like like is this the time like please yeah. don't chat with me right now you know <laughs> and are but, you like old hat in vegas now or do people still stop you in that community um it's more anywhere that i spend time routinely is way more chill yeah so like my old gym in sacramento my gym in vegas like mm-hmm. things like that are definitely a lot more relaxed but it's funny because people will start climbing in Vegas, like someone new to the gym, yeah. and they'll be in there like, oh my God, what are you doing here? This is incredible. And I'm like, this is my home gym. I yeah, cover four days a week. Yeah. You know, yeah. You're sort of like, I train here all the time. And they're like, well, it's my first time and I'm psyched. Yeah. And, and, and that's cool. I mean, I'm totally into that. Like, yeah. I'm, you know, and I like the enthusiasm of new climbers. Like, it's great yeah. that, you know, it's good for the sport. It's, it's all great, but you know, it just, you get ground down a little bit. You know, like, it's not, it doesn't like, doesn't yeah. make life any better. No, 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 But then the when the foundation is thriving and I'm yeah. able to actually, like uh, a couple weeks ago, I was at a project that we're supporting in Detroit mm-hmm. and I uh, was helping with his, the solar installation on, on the home there. And and when you meet the homeowners, when you see the projects, when you see, you know, all the good getting from that, I mean, it is pretty satisfying. You're sort of like, oh, it's worth having all the weirdos in the men's room <laughs> staring at you. Staring You're at like, you. oh, it's, you know. Trying to get an autograph. Yeah. The, one of the best things that, one of my favorite things, like in the movie and just watching you in other like videos is like how much focus you put on training, right? Because like, because for most people, it seems like they would just see the end result and it just seems like magic. Like you're just a yeah, natural yeah, born, totally. whatever. Like you can just like Spider-Man climb things. But like you seem you know, to put people, an emphasis on People all on watch a YouTube video and they yeah. think you just walk up to a cliff and climb it yeah. with no, like, how do you know where to go? And you're like, yeah. well, because I've climbed it a hundred times before yeah. and I've practiced it for two years and I've memorized the moves and I've trained and yeah, yeah. no, I know. I know it's funny because climbing is, I mean, well, you know, you climbed a bit. I yeah. mean, climbing's hard. Like, yeah. it's, there's just no, it's, it's not easy to be a good climber. Yeah. Like, there's just, and there are no real shortcuts. Like, you just, it's just hard. And so, yeah, I mean, I've freaking put a lot of work into it. It's crazy. How do, can people uh, keep, keep up with you online uh i mean 
I'm on all the social media platforms. So Alex I'll just add Alex Honnold. Okay. But uh, but it's funny because I've been I've been erasing all the apps off my phone, and then so now I, I install Instagram like once a week. I like maybe post something, and then yeah. I erase the app again because it's all just a bit too much time, and I don't know. I I think I've just been a little too public the last year, and yeah. I'm a little like. You know, I think that one of the things with social is you have to want to share some of yourself. Yeah. And, and I think when you're doing too much sharing to begin with, you're totally. like, oh, I don't, I don't need to like post more. You know, I'm trying to. I've been oh yeah. A little more I struggle private. with that. I go yeah. from uh, every once in a while just like doing the same, de- deleting all those apps. Yeah. And then trying to see how long I can go with them, whether it's like Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Totally. Then I add them back. Then I remove them. Then I add them back. Yeah. Remove them and stuff like that. And I feel like um, for what we do, obviously, like we do a lot on social media and I do a lot on social media, mm-hmm. but I feel like if it wasn't for this, like I would just be like gone. Well, that's, that. I mean, that's, that's the thing with me is, you know, because I'm trying to promote the film, I'm yeah. trying to, you know, be good for my sponsors or I'm trying to promote the foundation or just, yeah. or just share the things that I care about. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, sharing environmental issues, public lands issues, yeah. things, the things that matter to me, you know, like I, I appreciate having the platform and having, mm-hmm. having a way to share ideas. But at the same time, you're like sometimes you just want to sit by yourself in a closet yeah. and not and not share, <laughs> you know. So that is I awesome. Know. Well, thank yeah. you for doing this, Alex.